Hey, you know what we're gonna do, friends? We're gonna get a bunch of... Uh, we're gonna go get a bunch of Zephyr capes before we... Uh, before we go off. The Zephyr cloak can be purchased in Nike. Uh, oh gosh, I think I know where Nika is. Um, is that this one over here? No, that looks wrong. Is it up here? I think Nika's near the coast, right? Oh, this is South Figaro! Stupid world of balance. I can't tell where anything is. This doesn't. Oh, we're gonna have to look up. I want to do Kefka's Tower today, and that's what we're gonna do. Just as soon as. We, uh, oh, hey, here's the good map that I was using before. No, no. Open image and new tab. Yeah, this is what we want. This is what we want. So Nikkei, oh, Nikkei is up in the, the head of the dragon. The head of the serpent's trench dragon. That's what we want. And you know, so like, I don't know exactly how many we're going to give everyone some equipment. And we're going to give everyone some relics. Okay. And then we're going to go into Nikkei. And we're going to go to the relic shop. And we're going to purchase, like... Oh, gosh. So we got 12 people. Each of them have two slots. Um... You can buy a lot of Zephyr capes. So the so wait, what's the difference between the white cape and the Zephyr cape? Because the the Zephyr cape, the white cape is okay. So the Zephyr cloak is evasion and magic evasion by ten percent, and then there's a white cloak somewhere here. White cape. Uh, protects against imp and silence, increases defense by 5, magic defense by 5, and magic evasion by 10%. So, white cape is actually strictly superior to Zephyr cape. Um, so we should stop. We should go in and, and take off any Zephyr capes we have. Sprint shoes, white cape. Uh, equip a white cape. Moogle charm, gold hairpin. Okay, that's good. So what we're gonna do is we're going to sell all of our... Oh my gosh. Oh god. We're supposed to have been doing inventory management most of this game, and we haven't. Oh, shit. Oh boy. Here we go. Zephyr Cape 4. 
going to sell four of those. Um, and then we're going to go and buy white cape. So the Zephyr cape is 7,000. The white cape does more for us. And it's 5,000. So that's, you know. We're just going to buy 20 of them for 100,000. Because uh, everyone can wear them and we have 800,000. So, like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't freaking matter. My, oh my gosh. Uh, the Gale hairpin increases preemptive attack rate. We might want... We'll grab two of those so that we could potentially have one on each. Hyper wrist raises vigor. Beads increases evasion. Amulet protects against poison dark zombie. Sozina ring safe and show when HP's low. Yeah, none of that seems super helpful. Uh, diamond shield owned three. Uh, diamond vest. All right. Um, so the armor here seems good. Some of the weapons here seem good. Alright, so what we're going to do is we're going to step outside of town. And we're going to... Oh, oh. We're going to get on the airship, go below deck, and then uh, set up uh, some parties. Change party members? Yes. So... Um, I think I took some notes in Google Sheets about what we want in each party. So, yes, here we go. Um, Mel and Chris and Skelly and Troy is one of our parties. So we're going to make sure that Mel has equipment... Uh, Skelly has equipment. Actually, wait, no. This Genji helmet? Oh, the Genji helmet is good. Okay. I thought that the red cap was better. Oh, wait, the Bard's hat. That's what's good. Uh, and then Chris has some equipment here. Um, let's put a pearl rod into your hands. How about that? Yeah, that seems good. And, oh, we can't assign... Thing. Uh, let's go to Esper's. Can we get, um... What's a... What's a good Esper? Oh, actually, he's level 55. Um, he doesn't need an Esper. He's not gonna level up much. Um... So this is 50-55... Uh, 55, Troy's 58. Yeah, so so that's that's a powerful party. Um, oh, let's set relics. Genji glove offering. I actually don't think we want that on Skelly. Um, I think we want gauntlet, white cape. Yeah, and that has that means we're using strato and two hands. Chris, uh, let's put. Uh, Chris is one of our high-level mages. We'll put a, a gold hairpin. And we'll put a white cape. Why don't we? Oh, uh, this group does not have sprint shoes. So... Chris, I'm sorry, you don't get a white cape. You are a sprint shoes kind of guy. You know, because old men, they sprint around. 
I don't know if you guys have ever seen old men at the gym, but they're they're spry. Um, all right, so next team is Ryan, uh, Annie, Jeff, and Loka. And so our uh, equipment. Uh, let's see, Ryan. Uh, okay, okay. And then our relics. Ryan, sprint shoes, white cape. Jeff is gonna have... Uh, how about the hero ring? And... Running shoes? Seems fine. Hanny, we're gonna put two earrings. Because Hanny is powerful, but I don't know how powerful. Loka can actually... Do... She just fight into X-Fight. Ribbon. Uh, we will just put. You know, I bet we can buy earrings, right? Can we buy earrings? Uh, we'll put the hero ring. How about a hero ring and a white cape? That seems totally acceptable. Um, and everyone has their equipment set. Okay. So we're gonna go below deck. Actually, uh, let's set. Let's put Jeff. Uh, we're gonna sign Jeff the Ifrit Esper. And then we'll talk again to one of these people. And we will set our third squad Dan K. Uh, Steve, here we go. Jess. Andrew. Now this squad is pretty uh, weak, honestly, because Steve and Dan K did not go through our intense training regimen. Um, but oh my gosh, who has the Ragnarok? Does some jerk have the Ragnarok? All right, how about Crystal Atma weapon? Crystal slash enhancer. Jess is level 50. The Ragnarok is going to be good, but I'm sure someone's... I'm sure someone's using it effectively, right? Um... Okay. Jess has the Genji Glove Offering. Steve has the... Thief Glove and the... Uh... Gale Hairpin. That sounds appropriate. Oh, uh, Moogle Charm, Gale Harper. Well, we'll say Moogle Charm, White Cape. Dan K can have some Sprint Shoes. And White Cape, why not? Uh, so... So that's everyone. Everyone has some equipment set. Now we're gonna go to Liftoff. And... Let's just go into town real quick. And now that everyone has a... So here's the problem, friends. When everyone has all their equipment unassigned, they're all saying, hey, I can use that better item in the shop. But when, you know, in, in truth, it turns out you actually can't. So yeah, rune edges are useless. Flame sabers, blizzards, thunder blades, enhancers. Yeah, nobody wants this crap. Uh, let's go to the armor section. Diamond shields. Uh, so Jess is saying, yes, I want a diamond shield, but she can't use it because she is using two-handed fighting, or two-weapon fighting. 
Again, Skelly also wants that, but he's using two-handed fighting, so no. Uh, Mel... Mel is, is cheering the diamond shield, but I'm sure that has to be a lie. Uh, this bard's hat... I think this bard's hat is actually giving... Um, bard's hat. I think it's giving... Um, 10% evasion? The Bard's Hat from Final Fantasy VI. The Helmet from Final Fantasy VI. Is this what we want? Ah, here we are. Uh, Bard's Hat adds to maximum MP and adds to evasion. Well, fuck! That's like the best hat. And practically everyone can wear it. Owned one, equipped one. We're gonna... 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7... So, we're gonna buy 10. And then practically everyone's gonna have a Bart's hat. So that's it. Uh, for equipment, the Gaia gear is better for Steve. Hmm. He has a power sash. Uh, I don't think we need that. And then the diamond vest. One, two, three. Three people gonna wear it. Um. Hmm. I think four people gonna wear it. All right. Equipment. Dan K. Optum. 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 So what's the difference between the diamond sash and the and the power sash or the diamond vest and the power sash? Oh, the power sash adds vigor, speed, and stamina. Okay, so Steve has a bard's hat. Jess has a bard's hat. Uh, Dan K has a bard's hat. And Andrew has a bard's hat. Everyone is set with bard's hats. Who among us will not wear a bard's hat? I think perhaps no one. It's got 10% magic evasion and plus 12.5% to maximum HP. That's really hard to argue with. That's really good. Okay, so we've saved that we've gone to town and everything. Uh, we are going to... fly to Kefka's Tower. Here we are. So I'm gonna... I'm gonna push B to land on it. And then we show Setzer on the deck. We show Dan K on the deck. This is right! We're going in! And it lowers down and lands on the tower. All right, now we see everyone out on the deck. Jeff says, it's time to break into Kefka's domain. Dan K. Oh, what's wrong, Mel? Mel. The statues give the espers the magical energy they need to live. If we destroy the statues... Jeff. Oh, what'll happen? I'm not really sure, but... Chris. Oh, the Espers and Magic 2 will most definitely disappear from this world. And then... What will happen to Jess? And the camera pans over to Jess. She looks down for a moment. Uh, okay, so we're gonna put, uh, Mel... Uh... Chris... 
Skelly, uh, Oop, Troy, that was our squad one, uh, Ryan, Annie, uh, Jeff, and Loka was squad two, and then Jess, Steve, Dan K, and Andrew are squad three. Uh, Bill, I'm sorry, we're gonna leave you behind on the airship. It's just, it's too dangerous out there, buddy. You got, you got Super Switch Club to edit. Um, okay, so we each jump down, and we are appearing separately in, like, disparate parts of this horrible techno-zombie tower universe. There's, like, searchlight effects zooming around, and everything is made of, like, trash and conveyor belts and, like, grungy. It's, like, dirty. It's like a, it's like a Cronenberg monster, but the terrain version of it. There's, like, crane hooks going around. It's not, it's not good at all. Divide into three groups, use the Y button to switch between them. We've seen this before. Let's go to quickly, uh, Mystery Veil. Do we want... Oh, we don't need the Mystery Veil on Mel. Uh, so let's set a Bard's Hat on Skelly and then, uh, put a Bard's Hat on Chris. Uh, Troy, of course, doesn't use equipment. So here we are in the first squad. Uh, so we're gonna go south, it looks like. There's a conveyor belt. Giga Behemoth. Uh, preemptive attack. Uh, whoa. X Magic. We're going to X Magic Double Ultima. Oh crap! So the evil Oscar is absorbing uh, some of this stuff. What if we uh, fight the Git Behemoth? I think it means giant behemoth. I don't know. Okay. All right, all right. So we got that first, that first thing away. 2000 experience, let's see, is this a, oh! Oh, so we got some little side doors that don't quite look like side doors, but there's a treasure chest. So let's, let's hold on and get that treasure chest. Um. That, uh, so the hardest part to pick is what's Chris gonna do. So Troy's automatically doing an action. Skelly is doing sword tech, uh, dispatch attacks. Uh, Mel is gonna double cast Ultima. What is Chris doing? I think for now, Chris is going to be a little conservative and just use fight. Um, fight commands seem to be fine as long as we don't hit them at the, uh, giant, at the Oscar. Which, it's, the Oscar seems to be absorbing Chris's, uh, elemental attack on his weapon. Let's go to equipment and change this pearl to the Punisher. Uh, I think that's like Doom aligned rod or whatever. A coronet? Hmm. Is that, is that some sort of cool hat? Uh, I don't... Here we go. Only Henny can wear it. Raises successful rate of control. It adds to speed and magic power, but not defense. So we're not going to use that. Sorry, Henny, but we want you evading attacks, not controlling monsters. 
Okay, so we've gone through to the next zone. Oh! I think maybe these uh, random encounters are going to get a little bit uh, annoying. Oh wait, there's a half encounter! Great. Item isn't there. Oh shit. Friends, I didn't bring any... I, I brought a very minimal amount of liquids with me. I have... Uh, um, approximately eight ounces of coffee milk here. So, I'm almost positive that at some point we're gonna... So, Gauntlet White Cape. Skelly, we're gonna have you take off a white cape and put on... Um... Is it Gale Hairpin? No, that's Preemptive Attack. Cherub Down? No. Charm Bangle, encounter fewer random enemies. Ryan, Hanny, Jeff, Loka. Yeah, Ryan can handle it. I'm gonna take off. Oh, wait, nope. No, that doesn't. There we go. Okay, okay, okay. We're, we're, we're on our way. We're on our way. Okay, we've gone inside. We're in some sort of metal Magitek-like zone with uh, obviously uh, infinitely dark pits to our left and right, like you do. Oh, that sparkle effect that I, wa I wasn't quite sure what it was. It must be Troy using um, ice magic with the blizzard orb that we equipped. That must be what's happening. Yeah. Ooh, got some fixed dice. Presumably that is for Dan K, the gambler character. Uh, all right. We're back outside. There's a conveyor belt, but it's like frozen in place. Okay, ooh, here we are. We're going inside, down some stairs. We're fighting what are basically palette-swapped Magitech dudes. I'm telling you folks, this Genbox offering, or this Genbox economizer thing, you should get one. That's all I'm saying. Oh, shit! Skelly's down! These dudes did some really powerful pearl attacks that did like 2,000 damage each. Skelly died, and Chris took quite a beating. Um... But here's the fun part about that economizer. It works on white magic too. So Mel can just go over here, uh, life two, and then we can cast cure three on everyone uh, for one MP. So we're at 585 MP. Hmm, okay, so we're stuck with Mel's squad. There's clearly a little platform and a little switch, and we're gonna push Y to switch to the second squad. Uh, Ryan's group. Um, we're going to put on these bards hats that we purchased. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
Sprint shoes, white cape. Hero ring, running shoes. Uh, we definitely want that white cape on there, Jeff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Ryan, Jeff, uh, Hanny, and Loka is our second squad. We're going to go down a frozen conveyor belt. Whoop, random counter. Okay, so uh, what's our situation here? We want to... F magic? Oh, shit. All right, Hanny is not really set uh, for doing magic. Uh, we're going to uh, drill on that Oscar. And then we're going to blitz with Loka. Uh, Hanny is, I guess, gonna... Uh... Hanny's MP is way down. I would have thought that, like, when you put them back on the airship, they naturally heal. Oh, fuck! This behemoth is... Ooh, that was like a thousand damage to everyone. That's not good. Jeff is at 70 hit points. I mean, convenient that he's at 70 hit points instead of zero hit points. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and then when the giant behemoths die, they can do a haymaker attack, which is like a counter immediately before they die. Presumably, it's pretty high on the damage. Um, Penny... Do we have another gold hairpin? Yeah. So, so Hanny, you're gonna have to have a earrings and gold hairpin, not two earrings. I was stupid. Um, so Ryan is not going to use his MP much. We'll use him to cure Jeff. One cure restores all of Jeff's hit points, which shows the unfortunate disparity between Ryan's magic score. Let's just check on that. It's 104. Hanny is at 87. Uh, good work, Ryan. Good work. Um, Alright, so we're going through a little door. Ah, I see a treasure chest. Received a Minerva. That's a... Uh, let's check. I think it's a helmet? Oh, no, it's an armor. Raises MP by one-fourth. Oh, my. Can he wear that? No. Wait. Is that, is that at the bottom of the list? No, that's Mithril Vest. Jess and Mel can wear it. Um. Okay, well, we'll put that on Jess, perhaps. I think Mel has super armor as it is. Oh, shit. Uh, preemptive attack, but there's three giant Oscars. We're just going to run away. I think... Yeah, if you've got a preemptive attack, usually that means you can run away. Let's uh, go to our relics. Uh, hero ring, white cape. Earring, silver hairpin. Hero ring, white cape. Uh, do we have another... Uh, Gale hairpin? Yeah. Gale hairpin, white cape for you, Jeff. And we will try to run away quite often. It looks like, can we go down here? Oh, back attack. I don't like this. Oh, shit. Okay, Blitz. Oh, Condemned. Uh, well, uh, let's just cast a 
throw out a quick Ultima, and then we're gonna mimic that Ultima, and then we're going to use Drill, and... Trade-off is a counter-attack from these Samurai characters. They instantly kill a character, so that's not good. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh no! The Doom counter on Hanny counts down while the Ultima counter is happening. Or while the Ultima animation is happening. So, oh boy. And in killing a Samurai, it decided to kill Hanny as well. Uh, so... So now we have to... Uh, use some Phoenix Downs. Luckily, we brought 87 of them, so, you know. Uh, Ryan, Magic Cure. Alright, alright, alright. Uh, we're in some sort of bathroom? So we can go south. And then there's a there's a boss monster right there. Let's try fighting this boss. Oh, it's at my weapon. It's on at my weapon, I guess. I'm Atma, left here since birth, forgotten in the river of time. I've had an eternity to ponder the meaning of things, and now I have an answer. Oh, he glows white. And there's little gears in his back that are churning. Uh, Blitz. Uh, no, we're just going to wait. Uh, we're going to use Ultima with Hanny. And then we're going to switch around and mimic that Ultima with Loka. For Tools, Drill. And for Blitz. There we go. If you, if you mimic a magic... Well, it, when you mimic an action, it does whatever the last person on your party's action was. And if you mimic a magic, then the spell happens for no MP. So we get a slight savings... If we do, uh, that. Oh boy, Hanny is running low on MP, and these Ultimas are not making it cheaper. I thought I put a gold hairpin. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll just do some Ultimas for a while. It can't possibly have that many hit points. Oh boy, that's a fire three. Hey, no damage to Loka, because I guess Loka has a fire shield, probably. Uh, let's... Penny is going to start using fight, because honestly, she's like down to her last 60 MP. Um, and Ultima is costly. Costly, costly. Um... How many... Oh, hey, hey, hey! I was gonna say how many more bum rushes is it gonna take. But, we got that sorted. Oh, the screen glows. Now we have a mag... We have a, a save point. Oh, this is perfect, friends. Because now we can use one of our 52 tents. Um, and so we didn't, just to be clear, we did not get a special equipment item from defeating Atma Weapon, but we got a save point, which makes me think that this was the forward path, which makes me think that we should, oh shit, 
So another, it's another two, a retainer and two dark forces. So we're gonna run away because we don't want these. Uh oh, what's condemned to do? Oh, condemned is the death timer. Uh, but it's a 20 second death timer, so I think we'll make it away in time. We don't, when, when the samurai dudes die, they instantly kill one of our party members, remember? Um, when we went down, there was a, there was an up path that we kind of skipped on. Let's check this up path. Looks like there's a treasure chest, received tax star. What on earth is a tax star? Um, is it an, an? Oh, it's a it's a throwable. Yeah, well, uh, certain certain party members are no longer with us. Hey, it's a brontosaur. Uh, I don't think that we want to fight this whale. Oh shit! Jeff instantly died. Loka blocked it. Good work, Loka. Maybe we should, um, maybe we should use a Phoenix down on Jeff there. Oh boy, it's gonna be a little bit of a thing to keep Jeff alive this whole time, isn't it? Yeah, well. Okay, so this... This tax star is a little bit of an unfortunate diversion, but that's okay. We can still go forward. Ah! He stepped through the door and there was no floor, so we, we fall down. It was a one-way door. Um, we're in a factory-type setting. It looks like we can go off to the left up some stairs. We're fighting a thing called a mover. They're really small. And they hit hard. I am not a fan of this. We're gonna run away. Or we're gonna try to run away. One of them, yeah, yeah, they're doing a lot of attacks real quick. This is getting, uh, this is getting bad. We're about to be hit by a black hole or some shit, probably. Uh, Jeff's got away. Good, good. I don't think they can seriously harm Ryan, at least. Yeah, Ryan was the last to get out there. Um, it was not my intention to pair up Jeff and Ryan in the final sequence here. Um, you may have noted that Chris and Hanny got split. Um, but it's just convenient that Jeff and Ryan are in the final group. So there's two pipes. One goes up and to the right, and one goes up and to the left. Let's try this right one first. Junk. Uh, well, let's try fighting. Uh, use the drill. Okay. So a max damage kills one. So Exploder sacrifices one and does 2,000 damage to us, which kills Jeff. So... Oh, this is gonna... Oh, they have less than 6,100 and something hit points. Oh boy. I... I am not a fan of how many fights Jeff is dead at the end of. Okay, okay, okay. 
going over. Oh! So up and to the right puts us back in that room that had the tax star thingy in it. So now we have a another random encounter with two brontosaurs. And they're going to use whale, and Jeff gets put at 67 hit points. Barely surviving, but surviving. Alright, alright, alright. We're going forward, going forward. We fall down the one-way door. Uh, be sure to use a cure to get Jeff up. There we go. Okay, so we go up the stairs. Oh my gosh. This is the group that has... They have random encounters, and they don't even have random encounter reduction. So this is the group that's going to have the toughest time of it. Um, and you know, the more I think about it, the more I realize... Hey, look at Thor. You're a big, stupid idiot. Um, we should be... The Charm Bangle should not be here. So we're going to put a white cape back on Skelly. And we're going to put the Bard's hat back on Skelly. What? Config. Um, Re-equip, Optima, or Empty. Controller, single... Yeah, so every time we change Relics on Skelly, it will automatically set either Optimum or Empty. We can't tell it, just don't do anything if the equipment is still legal. Because uh, the game is kind of stupid. Anyway... So Skelly is going to take off that half-encounters thing, and Jeff is going to put on the half-encounters thing. Earrings with hairpin. Actually, Loco will put it on. How about... Yeah. Um... Uh, where is it? Gale hairpin. Nope. Charm bangle. Okay, so look as the charm bangle. So now this squad, which is unfortunately probably our weakest squad, because um, Jeff just keeps getting punched in the face really hard, uh, should reduce should have less encounters. We got a treasure chest here. Received a force shield. Let's see. Can we put that force shield on? Oh, there we go, friends. Now Jeff's block rate goes from 31 to 71. Isn't that good? Let's see. We got a conveyor belt south. Uh, we have two door options. Alright, so we're, we, we can fight this encounter. Surely we can fight this encounter. Uh, mimic that like that. Bum-rushing a Vectar, which is some sort of little mini dragon lizard thing. Loka's gonna mimic the bum-rush, go after the evil Oscar. Behemoth left. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he gained a level. What the heck? Jeff, your TNL's 3,000? 
All right, let's check this inside. Hey! I thought this was gonna be like a dumb room. Hey, we got a ribbon. I thought it was gonna be a dumb, useless room. But uh, this is actually the continue point that we need. So we're gonna switch from uh, the Ryan squad. Next up, we have the squad for Jess. Let's just, everyone's bard's hat is set. Crystal Enhancer. Uh, oh, hey. Let's switch. I think Mel is equipping the Ragnarok right now. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Mel, you don't need this Ragnarok. Put on the Atma weapon. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, so Mel and then Ryan. Now we're back on the Jess squad. Give Jess that Ragnarok. Yeah! Um... Soul Saber and... Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. So now Jess is suitably dangerous. Um, But this is the group that won't fight random encounters anyway because Andrew has the, char the removal charm. So we could advance Mel's squad. Let's advance Mel's squad. Let's just see how it goes. Okay, so we're going through the broken Magitech zone. Or the broken... Esper containment zone with all the broken containment tanks. Uh, fight. Oh! You cannot runic with, um, the Atma weapon, I guess? We'll change Mel's weapon in just a moment. Uh, oh, Troy took a big hit from some sort of pearl magic. Okay, okay. Uh, equipment. Mel. Atma weapon doesn't have it. Let's go to crystal. Drainer? Uh, yeah, crystal seems fine. I don't know. Um, I'm sure that allows... I'm sure that allows runic. Alright, going through... Going through... Oh, okay, I see a treasure chest. Oh, we can't get there from here. There's a treasure chest with a red sparkle above it. And there's a conveyor belt, but the conveyor belt is blocked. Presumably... We have to play as someone else. Let's go back to Ryan's squad and go outside and see if Ryan can keep going. Fighting some junks. Uh, we'll take this fight. So one of them killed themselves to heal another one of them. But... Uh, oh. But the other one was already at full health, so that didn't matter. And then one of them used Pep Up on himself, so he healed himself for one and then killed himself. Um, so we only had to defeat one of the robots, and then we get a bunch of experience from it. So that was... That was a neat encounter, I suppose. Let's go back outside. Uh, so that conveyor belt up, goes back where we've came. Let's go inside this door. Uh, there's another door. 
Oh. Alright, I see a dragon. So, if you defeat all eight dragons, you get an Esper. We have like five dragons to go, I think. So if I defeat this dragon, it won't get us an Esper. But each individual dragon still tends to drop a pretty good piece of equipment. So I think we're going to fight it. Oh, he's swirling around us. Go into a fight. Gold dragon. Oh, it looks like a, uh, whatchamacallit. Oh, boy. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Oh, hey, it's not that bad. It does electric damage to all, but it doesn't actually hurt that much. Um, it looks like a, a Brachiosaurus icon, but it's, like, palette shifted to be really gold. Um, let's use Ultima, then mimic the Ultima, and then Blitz, and then Drill. Ultima. Loka's Ultima is actually 8100 damage, uh, which is a pretty incorrect Blitz input. Oh, shit. It just means that Ryan loses a turn, but it kind of sucks to lose a turn. Hey, Bill has been talking in the chat, and I totally ignored him. My apologies, Bill, if you're still here. Let's see. Sup, where we at? This is Vanilla Run Right. Dude, you raiding Kefka's sex tower? Got a solo with Mog. Who is Steve? Can I have a bard's hat? No, I'm Shadow 2.0. I'm going to trash the ship and poop on the deck. Yes. Yes, you are Shadow 2.0, I guess. I don't... I Shadow doesn't even... Oh, we got a crystal orb. What's that? Four dragons left. Shadow doesn't even... He's not even in this game. I think you mean Kai. Uh, where is the thingy? Atma weapon, thunder shield. Alright, we're gonna sort our items again. I hate that the items don't just stay sorted all the time. Raises MP by one half. Okay... So, earrings, gold hairpin. We could change this to earrings. Uh, crystal orb. Which makes Haney's AMP 867, which lets us do a lot of Ultimas. And then Mighty is now chiding me. Wow, look, a way to ignore people. You know what? Um, thank you, Mighty, for recognizing how skilled I am at accidentally ignoring the chat. Thank you. Thank you. A Hemophyte and a Retainer. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure the Retainer are those guys that, like, insta-kill us when they die. So we're gonna run off away from this fight. Loka's looking a little hurt. We could restore some of Loka's hit points in between battles, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, skills. Ryan. Magic. Cure. Let's do a. Just do a quick cure on everyone. It's probably a good way to go about it. Hmm. 
Oh, okay, we're at the base of some sort of military complex. Okay, okay, Ryan is standing on a switch. But above is a four-ton weight. Presumably, you're supposed to go above and push the four-ton weight onto the switch? I don't know. Let's let's check out uh, Jess's squad. And this this will be really fast because uh, Jess's squad does not have random encounters. So we're just gonna quickly look around for as many treasures as we can get. Uh, we're go as we're going forward. I'm seeing a treasure. We skip past the door that I think I think the door that we skipped was the optional door. Let's go back and check the option. Oh yeah, this is a treasure chest. Received the red cap. Good, good, good. Uh, oh, we're in an upper portion. Nutkin suit. Uh, is that... Is, is that an Andrew item? Is that a body armor for Andrew item? No, apparently not. But we can put a diamond vest on Andrew, at least. Um, so that's good. Received another gauntlet. So I think you can get three gauntlets throughout the game. And the gauntlet's good, but... I don't know that I'd want three people having gauntlets. Um, Troy is a natural gauntlet user. Um... Step on a conveyor belt. It's taking us north. I think we can see a save point. Ah, yes, let's use a save point. Um, not that this party has done much, but that we want... Okay, if I go down here, that's going to drop me. Let's just go through this and confirm. Yeah, it, it drops me on the conveyor belt back to the previous room. That's what I suspected, but, you know, you just want to be sure. Um... There's an open chest. Oh, no! We stepped towards some stairs and some sort of monster has ganked us! Inferno, Striker, Rough. I don't know what's going on. Uh, magic. Uh, we're gonna... Oh, so there's three parts to this monster. It's got, like, a body and two claw entities. So, uh, Andrew's gonna throw down an Ultima. Steve, uh, cannot cast Ultima. Can cast Ice 2? I don't... Is that good? Let's capture. Uh, and then Dan K also cannot Ultima, it looks like. Oh, but knows Fire 3. That's good enough, right? Also, when Jess does, uh... Oh, boy, that's... That's a... That's a big hit. Yeah, so when Jess does the, uh, attack versus everything, it's... It sort of scatters the attacks among everything that's on the field. Which means it's... It's better versus bosses. Oh, good. Fire 3 actually uh, cured the main body. Oh, well. Um, you can 
still cast Fire 3 at the arm, right? Um, it's gonna cast Bolt 3 at us. Uh, I don't like that. Oh, hey, Andrew avoided it. Um, you know, we're next to a save point. Might as well go all out. Um, no, and then because the arm was defeated, Denkei is now sending a fire three straight on to just the body. Oh, hey, Jess got knocked down. Oh, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of what's happening right now. Um, let's cast Life 2 on Jess. Come on, Dan K. You're going to save us. You're going to save us with this Life 2 spell. Uh, he cast Tech Barrier, which I don't like the sound of. Um, oh, it brings back one of his arms. Okay, uh, we'll fight. Andrew, we're just going to start a dance. Jess is up. The other arms are back, so I guess we really need to be focusing on this body. Stumbled! Okay, okay, okay. Uh, fight. Uh, magic slot. Ah, three diamonds! That's probably good. Oh, Andrew got turned to stone. Um... Steve, use one of our precious remedies to please... Oh, I should use, like, a gold needle or whatever. Alright, Dan K is gonna hit him with a 7 flush, which is like a bunch of rainbow lasers coming out of nowhere, and then does not much damage. Oh, well. Okay. Uh... Steve is dead. Let's see if we can bring Steve back. Uh, magic. Um, um, Alright, we're just gonna do an Ultima. We're just gonna have to do an Ultima. And that'll be the last MP that Andrew has available. <laughs> Come on, Jess, you can do it. Um, we'll capture the body. We'll shoot the body with a, with a basic attack. Dan K. Um, that's a lot of damage. Dan K dies. Okay, okay. If there's just the body out, Jess is going to hit a lot against the thing. Although, right now, it looks like he's got some sort of barrier that's causing us to do half damage. Which is a mild drag. Okay. So Jess is going to have to keep attacking, and Andrew is going to keep Phoenix downing. Don't you love a good Phoenix down? Wow. So, like, really murderfied that left arm. Oh, so it killed the body, so all the rest of the attacks had to be versus the, the, the left arm? I follow what happened. Eight magic points. What a cheap shot. All right, all right, all right. So we're going to use a... Like I said, there's a save point right here. So we're going to use a tent. And... Um... 
I guess I guess that's what passes for fun these days in Kefka's Tower. Um Guess we're gonna go south. Hmm. So there's a one-way uh, conveyor belt going up, and a treasure pat treasure chest just past it. Ah, okay, here we are. Uh, this is where Mel got blocked. So we're gonna push the switch as Jess, which unblocks Mel, and we're gonna continue as Jess. Got a rainbow brush, that's nice. Uh, presumably that's a handy um, item. Let's go forward, go forward. Fuck and a half. It's another dragon. Can we do it? I don't know. Oh, we probably can do it. We probably can do it. The last dragon wasn't too hard, right? We just murderized it a few times. Skull dragon! Uh, skip, skip, skip. Alright, so Jesco. Uh, Andrew, please throw an Ultima. Steve, do that thing you do. Uh, Danke, do that thing you do. Danke has. Doom darts? I think that might trigger an instant death attack, which would be really bad if it triggered an instant death attack versus this guy and brought him back to full life. Because he looks like maybe he's an undead. Doesn't have anything. Okay. Uh, magic, Ultima. Uh, we'll just fight. And then Dan K, maybe you're supposed to use magic fire three, how about? Oh boy! Put an 18 second doom counter on Jess. Uh, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan at all. Uh, you know what happens. Or you know what? Dan K can probably put life 3 on Jess within 13 seconds. Oh gosh, maybe not. These animations are taking a little bit while. A little bit of a while. Oh hey! He's already dying! 7, 6... All right, good, good. The counter stopped at six. Got 10 magic points, got a muscle belt. Three dragons left. What the? Is a muscle belt on a relic? Raises HP by half. Well, okay. Instead of sprint shoes, white cape, we'll put on, how about a muscle belt on Dan K? Dan, you're a you're a burly guy, aren't you? I don't know. Thief glove, Gale hairpin. Um. Thief glove, white cape. Oh, oh, instead of supposed to be thief glove. Um, sprint shoes. Where are the sprint shoes? There we go. I tell you, sprint shoes are one of the dumbest mechanics. Okay, yeah, now we're going through a similar thing and ending up at the base. Oh, okay, okay, so Ryan... Ryan and 
chess have both stood on a switch, which opens up a third door. Presumably, Mel is going to go through this door. Got another tax star. Here's the thing, though. There are some obviously weights above. I think we're going to push down the weights once we get past the door. Um, and then that... Uh... Oh, there's like a bunch of Vectars in one spot. That was weird. It was, it was the, like the enemy encounter group is to have multiple Vectars that all appear over top of each other. So when you, if you do an attack all, that actually is what causes you to have... Oh! We took a step to the left, and now it's blocked us in going left? With the Mel group? Scullion. This is actually one of the coolest looking uh, robot monsters that we've seen all game. I love it. It looks like um, the the scorpion boss from Final Fantasy VII uh, from the from the initial Mako Reactor mission, or the the scorpion uh, maybe a little bit more like what it looks like in the Seven remake, but without the scorpion tail. So it's like got that sort of bullet ish head with the underslung gun arms and like the crab legs i'm i'm loving it i don't think it'll survive many double ultimas but i'm loving it okay so when i said it wouldn't survive many double ultimas what i meant was oh okay it would have one counterattack after the double ultima all right mel's group what's going on Oh, okay, so so Ryan's gonna step out of the way. Mel's gonna push the weight. Okay. Now Mel is gonna go back, stand on the stall. Oh we were one step away! All right, we're fighting three Inox, which are like um, UFO with the arm thingies. Oh, hey, hey, Mel's gone crazy. Uh, better quickly use... Annihilated. Oh, boy, Mel cast Ultima on our party and killed us. Well, friends, that's just how Kafka's Tower goes. Everything is fine until suddenly you instantly kill yourself. All right, so we're back to the save point, having defeated the boss on the stairs in Tara's, or in Jess's group. Who's Tara? Um, so we're gonna pick up the first treasure chest that had a mega elixir. Nothing over there. Okay. Hit the switch to unblock Mel. Pick up the rainbow brush. Go around. Step through this door. Next tunnel. We're we gonna fight the green dragon again. Uh, hell yes, we are. Uh. 
Hey, Danke got a choco attack. Excellent. I don't know what choco slots mean, but I got I got three chocos. Choco bop. That did a thousand damage. That's cute. It was like a herd of Jacobos that run across the screen and bump into the enemy and do a thousand damage. Presumably that's like magic powered or something. Let's do another slots attack. Hey, three chocos again. I don't know if our equipped weapon determines, uh, like if it increases our chance of getting an actual triple versus garbage, but we're getting some choco attacks, so this is neat. Andrew, you only have enough MP for a little bit more, so we're gonna hold back on that ulta. Yeah, Skull Dragon's dead. The uh, the Genji Glove Genji Glove offering combo is just a little bit strong. Three dragons left, so then we're going to equip the Muscle Belt on Dan K, and then put the Gale Hairpin onto uh, no one's Sprint Shoes. And then I have to make a comment about how, oh, Sprint Shoes are a stupid relic. They're a stupid mechanic. Like, just let the characters walk at a good rate, you know? Uh, and then we have to have Ryan step on the switch, opens the door with Jess and Ryan both stepping on the switch. Mel goes forward. Treasure chest, receiving another attack star that we didn't even need because no one can use it. Oh yeah, so we're fighting Vectars again. Um, and then Troy is going to do an ice attack versus everyone, which kills them all and wins the encounter. So I think that the, the joke about this encounter is that there's like many Vectars that all have lower hit points. So it's like you're killing, it's like you're getting a kill over and over. Um, but then like you're sort of getting frustrated that you're not, hey, look, we're fighting another Scullion. Um, Hey, Mel's got a uh, Doom counter. Fourteen seconds. Thirteen. Twelve. Eleven. This second Ultima really better do it, because we're not going to have much time afterward. I think we're going to put a ribbon onto Mel is what we're going to do. Dispatch. Seven seconds. Six. Atomic Ray. Oh, it blasted Skelly for a good amount, stopping at three on the clock. Okay, okay, okay. Relic. Mel. Gem box. No. Ribbon. Ribbon economizer. That's what we want. Who needs fucking X magic when you can uh, have... Oh, wait. Troy also needs a cure. Who needs X magic when... You can just be immune to status effects. Alright, so Ryan steps off the switch. Mel pushes the four ton weight. Which opens up the path 
so that Ryan can go up the switch, go up the stairs towards the middle path. Now Ryan's in the middle and goes off to the right and gets locked into the right path and goes south. Oh my gosh. Fighting some Inox. Oh, these are the guys that hit Mel for the for the confusion. So I'm not happy about if any if anyone here gets confusified, we're in trouble. Any, uh, please do an Ultima. Loka, please mimic that Ultima. Jeff does a drill attack. Oh boy, Ryan got uh, confused. So, Hanny and Loka are in the action queue. They'll get an action before Ryan does. Hanny kills them, which means Ryan doesn't get to take a confused action and, like, instantly kill us all or something. Alright, Ryan's gonna go south. Um... This is... Ah, here we go. Okay. Ryan pushes the four-ton weight down. Which flips the stairs. Now... Jess is the middle. Pushes the switch. Oh, nothing's happening. Oh, oh, there's the other switches. I forgot about the other switches. Okay, so if we're not... If we're not gonna... Get confusified anymore... We'll go back to having a gem box. Instead of a... Instead of a... Alright, so Mel steps on the left switch. Ryan steps on the right switch. Revealing a stairway forward for Jess to go through. There's... I think this is a boss. I think I'm looking at a boss... It's going to be some sort of mecha boss. I think I'm not a fan of this mecha boss thing. We have ten. We have eleven elixirs and ten tinctures. Should we? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. We take a step forward. We're fighting a boss. We're fighting the guardian. Ran basic program. Uh, let's see. Man, we're sure giving him the what for. Andrew does a cure two on Steve. Uh, I think it. I think it doesn't have anything. Dan K does a 7 flush. That's the rainbow laser attack. It does about a thousand damage. Um, Steve immediately needs a heal again. Stole a force armor! Fuck yeah! Um, let's get some slots. Boat, boat, boat. Bup, 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 bup. 
I don't think it has two steals, but you know, maybe it does. Who's to say? 8-bomb, guy. Oh wait, the air so if the airship if you get the airship reels, it does an H-bomb attack, which I assume is like a hyper bomb, hydrogen bomb. I don't think it's a hydrogen bomb. That that would seem unlikely. Three diamonds. Seven flush. Okay. Included battle program. Ran Ultras' battle program. Andrew is running very low on MP. Tentacle attack! Oh shit. Uh, Dan K is gonna cast Cure 3 on the party. Yeah, there we go. Oh boy. So it seems like this enemy is mostly not too offensively dangerous. They just seem very tough. Oh hey, we finally missed it. We got uh, two dragons and a Chocobo, and this summons a Lagomorph, which is like a Mycidian Rabbit. I don't, I don't know what's going on with that, but this it shows up in Final Fantasy V and Final Fantasy VI. So it's some sort of Final Fantasy joke, or maybe like a Japanese joke. I don't know what the... Yeah, three bars! Oh hey, it dies! Turns out if you just hit it with a hammer enough times, you can break any robot. Keep that in mind, friends. Andrew learned to float. Dan K learned to fire too. Well... We got a save point. Might as well use a tent. Okay. So can we advance? Hmm. Ryan and Mel cannot advance yet. So we have to advance... Uh... There's a conveyor belt forward, but it's going the wrong direction. Let's try this alternate path. Oh, shit! We're fighting a poltergeist! It's one of the... It's one of the statues. It immediately casts stop. Which Andrew blocks, thankfully. Oh, shit. Jess is not doing much damage, and Jess is the only one that deals damage. So this is bad. Couldn't steal. Ah, oh, we missed on the on the slots. Shrapnel. Uh, whoa! Instantly murders murders Steve. That's that's not good. Magic life two on Steve. The Mycidian rabbit says Mugu Mugu. All right. the first time we've actually morphed in a long time. And as I understand it, it makes uh, your physical attacks do double damage. 
so, you know. There's also like a charge meter on how long you can stay morphed. So we're gonna try and keep everyone's uh, animations short. Oh, Andrew accidentally got an, a pearl attack in. Oh, hey, that actually was effective. Sleep muddle, osmos, oh, fine. I don't I don't want to Ultima because it would take too much time away from Jess's counter. But um maybe a cure three isn't that bad. Oh shit. Last all Denkei is getting us back in fighting shape. Um Andrew, get Steve up. Just, just keep hitting. It's gonna do a fire three, which is, ooh, that hurts, but not, not as much as I thought it was gonna hurt. And then it's doing some sort of zone, like, universe attack. Oh, <laughs> but that's absorbed by two people and affects only Jess, which kills her. And. Denke was lining up for a cure two on Jess, which now does nothing because she's dead. Um, oh, and Steve dies. Uh, so let's do a life two on Jess. Come on, Andrew, I know you can do it. Um, Denke, go for another cure two. <laughs> It may be the case that uh, Jess's squad having to fight these boss attacks is just not quite strong enough, you know? I don't think that's really the case, but it could be. Going for the ice too. That does okay damage. Magic. Oh, dancing is actually good. Aerio, which really oh boy, oh boy. Now Andrew is doing stuff, but Andrew is auto dancing. And Dan, K, Dan and Steve are both dead. Which means Jess is going to have to skip a turn. Uh, magic. Life 2 on Steve. Ah, uh, the boulders miss. Okay. Oh. Alright, Jess is a life 2. And Dan K is, is, is. That's 1690. Is not quite many. It's not that many hit points. Andrew tries a snare attack, which is going to miss, because that sounds like an instant death attack. So Jess is going to attack, and then, um... Flare Star again, which affects Jess, right? But not Dan... 
Dankei and Andrew. So, whatever element that is, Dankei and Andrew absorb it. Oh, by the way, earlier when Jess uh, was killed, she reverted to human form, and I haven't put back on Esper mode since. I don't know if we have much Esper charge left. Steve, just do an Ice 2 attack. Um... Yeah, Jess instantly dies. I'm gonna fire three. Maybe Jess should have some white capes. Hmm? Did I ever think of that? Mm, no. Um. Steve is gonna use a Phoenix down. Andrew drops boulders. Oh, these boulder attacks are like some sort of instant death thingy, so they keep missing. Wave cannon. That's just doing some sort of. Pearl damage or something. Um, all right, all right. Steve died, so he didn't actually use that Phoenix down that we talked about. So Dan Kay's going for a life two on Jess. She gets up. Andrew's going to do a Poison Frog attack, which is actually a 1,700 damage attack. This is like a really good attack. I wish he'd do Poison Frog every turn. Um... Dan K is struggling. He's gonna get Steve back up. Hey! Oh my gosh, friends. Oh my gosh. That was like the hardest fight we've done all game just because we came in not nearly prepared enough. We got an aura lance. Alright, so we're back in the on the map, and the statue is fading to black and then to red and then disappears. Uh, hey, let's check if that Aura Lance is something we can use. Hey! Andrew's getting an upgrade! Aura Lance. It stabs you in the aura! Somehow. I don't even know what that means! Alright, so Jess's squad is gonna go back to the save point. Uh, use another tent. Save the game. And proceed back down the path. So that's the wrong way conveyor belt. Now we're outside, going up the path. Going into a door. This is another save point. Uh, okay. I guess that's fine. And it looks like there's a spot where we hop down. So we're gonna hop down. Okay. That puts us on a switch. Presumably... Well... I don't... Hmm. I don't know what the other squads are supposed to do. Mel can't... can't go down. Frick, maybe I have to look in a guide. We'll look in a guide while these Ultimas double cast themselves. 
Fight the gold dragon, fight skull dragon, the guardian, uh, oh shit. Double casting ultimate didn't kill this thing instantly, I've been letting Troy handle it all. That was foolish of me. He drops an atomic ray as his death attack, and Skelly takes a big old blast in the face. Alright. Defeating the Guardian. Southern exit. Oh! Is Jess's party supposed to have pushed a switch? There's a switch. Yeah, okay, there's a switch back outside where the four-ton weights are for the middle party, which allows the side parties to go out the door to where the weights would drop down, and then there's a second door that they can use to continue forward. I get it now. I get it now. All right, so Mel's squad is advancing. Do a, do a double Ultima. Skelly's low on hit points, but, um, you know, we'll get around to that healing at some point. Dispatch has gotten up to like 6,500 damage. I'm liking that. It's not as good as an Ultima, but heck, we'll never run out of dispatches. Atomic Ray! Oh, I blast Mel! Uh, hey, you know what? We have a we have a force armor that we didn't use, right? Hey, we can get someone an extra thirty percent evasion. Let's um. Yes. Diamond Vest. Minerva. Okay, we're gonna have Jess use the Minerva, which puts her at 77% evasion, which I feel is enough. Um, that's, like, pretty good. So then we have Mel. Mel's already using Force Armor. Skelly, we're gonna put some Force Armor on you. That brings your evasion to 51. 
now it's Mel's squad. Mel, Skelly, Chris, and Troy are fighting Doom, which is one of these thingies. Uh, X-Magic. Okay, we're gonna X-Magic Akira 3. And then we're going to X-Magic an Ultima. And then we're just gonna fight. Actually, Chris should probably not do physical attacks for a boss fight. You know, I mean, he's got all that magic power. I was just concerned he'd run out of MP, you know? Ooh, Troy does his Ice Blast, which actually cures the enemy. So I'm really excited that Troy is going to be auto-attacking with an attack that occasionally the enemy absorbs. Um, I'm excited for that to happen. Okay, so we're getting the double casting of that Cure and Doom that I talked about. Oh, Chris actually does 1,800 damage with that with that physical attack. Well, auto attack, I should say. Uh, Troy, you did another... You're not supposed to do the ice attack. Troy, don't do it. Stop pressing A, Troy! So Skelly is doing that Quadra Slam thingy. Each of them does, like, two to 3,000 damage because they're gauntlet quadra slams. Uh, we got some people that are frozen here. Um, Chris is gonna Ultima. Chris takes a hit. Oh, it's glowing! Doom's aura is shaking. I don't know what that means. But with two characters in the party frozen, I'm going to cast no, fire on our whole party. Just fire one. And I think that that undoes the freeze effect. We just do a little hair of fire damage. Yeah, there we go. Alright, he's gonna cast Force Field, which I presume is some sort of shield. Poison Element Ineffectual! Alright, well, uh, Mel's gonna go ahead and use the Ultima damage, so your shield there is not gonna help you, buddy. Ooh, he punches her really hard for that one. Here's the second Ultima. with Storm. Oh no, Troy does the Storm. Troy, stop pressing A! Uh, actually, we're going to X-Magic, Cure 3 all, and then Ultima. Oh shit! Skelly died! That counterpunch really hurts. I hope Chris doesn't die. Doom is dying. Now you see how much easier that was when you just have characters that are 30 levels higher? You know? Learned Force Field? Oh, yeah, yeah, Chris is a blue mage. He learned that attack. Neat. Alright, so now Mel has acquired a save point. We can use a tent. Um, I don't... I don't think we got an interesting item from that. I don't... I don't think so. So Mel's gonna go forward. Step on her switch. Let's have... Uh, Jess rush back through. 
Yeah, it's a little easy to accidentally miss that switch there. Uh, poor game design, you know? Alright, now we're doing Ryan's segment. Going around. And then we're gonna do one boss fight, of course, because we're gonna have to fight the third statue. Um, Didalos is like a, a chariot being pulled by a skeleton horse and the skeleton's covered in blue fire. In the chariot is some sort of... Uh, it looks like a skeleton knight. He's got like a flail instead of a whip. And he's got some armor on, but he's definitely got an exposed skull. So, you know. Cool. Just top off our hit points before we fight the final goddess statue, who's literally named Goddess. Ooh, we get it as a pincer attack this time. Alright, so uh, Hanny is going to uh, Ultima. And then Loka is going to mimic that. For Jeff, uh, we're going to use the drill. Um, for Ryan, we're going to use a blitz. Looks like everyone's probably going to be slinging near max damages, right? Hanny does a max damage. Loka does 80-85. Pretty good. Ooh, they counter with uh, Bolt 2. It's not bad. Um, let's Mimic. And then they're gonna throw down a Bolt 3. Jeff's gonna throw a cure out. This is Hanny's Ultima. Get Mimic Ultima. So Mimic also doesn't take any cast time, is interesting. Normally there's a, there's a small delay between when you say, do the spell, and then they sort of, you know, wiggle their fingers, say the magic words, whatever. And then they do the spell separately. Mimic doesn't have the charge up. Got Excalibur! X1! Uh, that sounds good. Alright. Defeat the statues and magical power will not disappear! Kefka drained the statue's power, the source of magic. So... So we have to... So we continue to have magic until we've defeated Kefka, at least. Because Kefka contains the source of magic now. But if Kefka contains the source of magic... Like... Why are we able to use... Like, we're opposing Kefka. It doesn't... Does, does, it, does this make sense to other people? Okay, so we can change our Enhancer into Excalibur, which drops our magic block... Uh, and drops our magic power, but gives us an another 80 battle power. We're gonna do it. 57 magic block is still respectable, right? Uh, so Jess is now Ragnarok Excalibur. In the final battle, you can steal a Ragnarok from Kefka 
and then equip it mid-fight and have double Ragnaroks. Okay, so with Ryan standing on the final switch, it sort of glows and three beams come down. And it's putting our parties up at the as like a mountain peak. And we're appearing in front of Welcome Fred. Oh. <clears throat> oh crap. What was my Kepka voice? Oh, it was uh bad Mark Hamill Joker. Okay, okay. Welcome, friends. There's like a purple pyramid of light, and Kefka appears inside of it. I knew you'd make it here, so I've prepared some suitable entertainment for you. How long are you going to let the destruction continue? I've tapped into the ultimate power. Observe! And then he picks up Jess, and he's just flailing her around in midair. Such magnificent power! You are like insects to me! And he picks up Jeff, and he's waving him around too. I would exterminate everyone and everything! And he throws him back down to the ground. And Cyan goes up. People will keep rebuilding the things you've taken from them! Then I'll destroy those two. Why do people rebuild things they know are going to be destroyed? Why do people cling to life when they know they can't live forever? Think how meaningless each of your lives is! Alright, so Jess jumps to the upper portion of the tower that he's standing on and uh, replies, It's not the net result of one's life that's important. It's the day-to-day -day concerns, the personal victories, and the celebration of life and love. And he flings her around. Uh, and she gets back up. It's enough if people are able to experience the joy that each day can bring. And have you found your joy in this nearly dead world of ours? Yes! She rejoins the group. I know what love is, Steve says, and I have learned to celebrate life and the living. Skelly says, my family lives on inside of me. Jeff, it is my dream to build a kingdom in which I can guarantee freedom and dignity. Ryan, I have come to experience anew the love of my brother. Mel, I've met someone who can accept me for what I am. Chris, I have a special little granddaughter. Hanny, and I have a brave grandpa who'll stand by me through it all. Danke, my friend's airship and her love. Andrew, I have my friends here. Oh, Troy doesn't get a line. Oh, poor Troy. This is sickening. You sound like chapters from a self-help booklet. Prepare yourselves! Now, for my next trick, I'll make you all disappear. Kefka, you don't know what you're doing. Stop! And things flash and glow. Oh, no! He's, sh he's shooting another light of judgment. It's tracking across the world and blowing up countless amounts of stuff. I command the greatest power in the universe. You are all helpless before me. And the, the ground is breaking away as he does all this. It's too powerful even for the continent. Even for his own tower. 
And he's standing at the top of a little flaming peak of rock that's all that's left. I will destroy everything! I will create a monument to non-existence! Oh, but Jess rises up on her own little mountain. Life will go on! There will always be people and dreams! No, I will hunt them down! I will destroy it all! Destroy, destroy, destroy! And now Steve's got a little mountain bit. We will not allow you to harm another living thing! <laughs> but what is fun? But what fun is destruction if no precious lives are lost? No, no, it's another light of judgment. It's over, Kefka. Determine order. All right, friends. Uh. We're not going to stop the episode, but I am going to get some water because doing my Kefka voice is made me immediately unable to speak. And I'll be right back. All right, friends. All right, friends. Now we need to determine our order. So we're going to put Mel, Jess, Ryan, Skelly, uh, Chris, Henny, uh, Troy, Loka, Andrew, Jeff, Steve, Dan, K. That's... That's fine. Oh, I don't expect many deaths. So we're fighting the base of the giant, horrible tower that is Kefka. Um... Jess? Oh, there's three opponents here. Um... Let's, let's set up some life threes. Why don't we? Using Mel... Um, and this also gives us enough time to charge up a Quadra Slam from Skelly, so that's good. We don't want to accidentally have anyone die as part of a counterattack. Like a, like a dying counterattack could kill a character and then we transition to the next fight before we can revive them and then they'd be out of the fight. We don't want that. So Mal's gonna set up the other two life threes. Uh, shockwave, but we block it. Guess is attack. Alright. The first life three spell on Ryan, and then the second life three spell is gonna be on Skelly, and then everyone will be life threeified. Getting in a lot of damage, but it's all a bunch of low, lower damage hits, 
spread all around, except for Ryan, which is focusing max damage hits. So, hopefully these Ultima, double Ultimas are gonna do something, something kind of grand in a moment here. Yeah, everyone has an action queued, and we're just waiting for the actual animations to play out. That's how long this stuff takes. Oh, there's actually only one portion left. We've defeated both fists, and now it's just a big, angry gargoyle face. Oh, wait. It's not a gargoyle, because it doesn't have water coming out the mouth. It's a grotesque. Fuck that nonsense. He's opening up the ground, does a bunch of damage. But we survive it, and everyone transitions to the next phase. We're moving up the tower. Moving past the grotesque. Now, at this portion of the statue, um, there's uh, a blue-skinned human with yellow hair, perhaps it was Kefka's original body, and some other humans uh, fused into their body. Haste 2, I don't like the sound of that. Diffuser. Uh, we're gonna throw down a Cure 3, and then we're gonna pack. I don't know if the Life 3s are still in it, so I'm gonna have Mel stay on d defense duty with a cure three and then life three on herself. Um, and I'll put down more life threes as we go. We're getting in a lot of good hits here on these side monsters. Alright, the cure three should bring everyone back up to full hit points. Yeah, 4,000 healed to everyone. No sweat. gonna use Muddle? Uh, whatever it was, Mel blo blocks it. Grav Bomb. There's a lot of damage to Jess. Oh, I think that's like a Demi-type attack or something. It looks like it did half her hit points. Skelly Squadra Slam is just getting harsher every time he does it. Oh my gosh. As they die, they're doing a Southern Cross attack as their death counter, I think. Oh, that did zero damage to a number of people, so... That's hilarious. You know, just now, Mel's Life 3 is finally happening. And then the second life three on Ryan. That's how that's how much just these animations are taking us down. Oh no! They hit Mel with the or they hit Jess with a stop. Um, so life three on Skelly, and then how do I undo stop? Do I cast haste two? Oh, haste two is like haste on everyone. I, we'll, we'll cast haste on everyone. They're gonna cast a flare star. Uh oh. 
could be in trouble. Oh, no. Just 550 damage to the people it damages at all. Well, so if it's haste 2, which is like a haste uh, haste everyone effect, I don't know if it undoes stop attack. It looks like it doesn't undo stop. Um, X magic. Um, remedy? Does Remedy undo it? And then... Right, cast... Cast Cure 3, why not? Well, when you're stopped, it doesn't even... Uh, it doesn't do... It doesn't reduce your evasion to zero or anything, so that's kind of funny. Oh, it looks like Jess is... Ah, Jesse's undone from stop! That's cool. Although, I guess that means the remedy that we got queued up is kind of a little, uh, a little to waste, but oh well. Oh no! Jess is down to her last 227 hit points! But, Mel has a cure 3 all for that. Yeah, there we go, there we go. Mute! Oh, they tried to mute on uh, Jess, but it missed. Now that there's just one left, surely, surely we are going to be able to eliminate it pretty quick, right? Oh boy, quarter takes Skelly to a fourth of his hit points, which is... Well, I mean, it's still 1,100 hit points. Bum rush! Oh no, another quarter attack! Oh, but... Oh, oh, it's, it targets all! So, Mel and Ryan evaded, Jess did not. So now Jess got hit with a quarter. And then they're double casting Dispel on Mel as their death attack, which could have been annoying. All right, now this phase of the fight, we see a blue body with golden hair and, and blue robes, and uh, it looks like another one of Kefka's original bodies, and there's some little spouts shooting fires up um, around. Behind him, there's like a lady with a golden halo over her head, sort of like a, like a Mother Mary type thing. X magic. Uh, cure three, and then life three on yourself. Skelly's going to town! Ryan gets in there with a bum rush. Oh, good. That defeats the, uh... The sort of the protector lady at the back, so now we're just targeting all of our targets right on Kefka's main body. Well... 
it looks like it's been fused into the tower itself, so I don't know we can say it's Kefka's body exactly at this point, but whatever. Mal brings us back from the brink. Jess and Skelly were pretty low. Ooh. Let's just hit hard again. These attacks are no joke, but you know what is also not a joke? Being frickin' level 55. Gonna cast Meteo? What is this shit? Oh no! It's gonna hit Jess again. Oh, she's a 78 hit points. Oh, you know what the worst part is? I think I accidentally clicked a little too early on Skelly's Quadra Slam. So I don't think we're gonna get a Quadra Slam. Calmness? Oh shit! It instant deaths Jess. Oh no! And now that was his counter, his final counter, which means that we're in the bat, the the last fight, and Jess is knocked out. Exactly like I said was going to happen. All right, so we're transitioning to the final screen, and it's a golden, sunny, glory sky. Kefka appears as a sort of purple-skinned uh, angelic figure with a golden-haired ponytail and feathery pinkish-white wings. Life, dreams, hope. Where'd they come from? And where are they headed? These things I'm going to destroy. That's right. That's right. So, uh, Jess was knocked out. We got Chris in the fight now. That's okay. Uh, Fallen One. Oh, shit! Alright, so Chris is gonna life... Uh, well... Chris is gonna cure three the whole party. And Mel is gonna put down some life threes on herself and Chris. Meanwhile, Ryan and Skelly are going full tilt boogie on this one. You guys like the Knowledge Fight podcast? I think I've mentioned it before, but, um... Good podcast. Um... Meanwhile, it's Chris's turn. Chris is gonna throw down an Ultima, I suppose. You know, I still think we have our, uh, our hastes from a few battles ago, so that's interesting. Hyperdrive shoots towards Kelly, or Skelly. Oh, well, it does a good hit. And then he takes a little extra damage. But, uh, oh, now he, he's like poisoned or something. He's taking automatic damage over time. But I don't think that we are in too much danger because uh, Mel can solve that damage. First, she's going to put life three on Ryan. And then on Skelly. Oh, now we're safe. The end comes beyond chaos. Oh, shit. He's got like a head that's appeared. We're gonna 
Throw down Cure 3, and then uh, Ultima, why not? And then uh, Kefka freaking dies. Freaking, uh, he's freaking dissolving like he's a, like he's a statue falling apart to dust or something, you know? a pretty cool effect when you think about it like there's a lot of work involved in making all because of how the sprites work and stuff there's a lot of art and they're transitioning and frame to frame there's, there's a lot of work that they put into that animation and it's it's nice and uh to whoever did all that your efforts were worthwhile okay so we're back at the top of the towers it's breaking up hey bill jumps in there's no time to lose airship's just ahead and Jess is transitioning into Esper form. Mel says, come on, everybody, we have to work together. Uh, Jess, what's wrong? Jess fell over. Oh, the Magicite. It, all the Magicite's flying up. It's, it's, it's all dissolving to dust. The Magicite. Magic is disappearing from this world. Jeff, the Espers, they no longer exist. Mel, you, you mean Jess too? Oh, she can kind of stand up. Jess, come with me. I can lead you out with my last ounce of strength. When we see in Sepia, we see a book on a table. Very realistic looking, honestly. Um, it's, this is not the cartoonish Final Fantasy VI graphics we're used to. In fact, we're seeing... Now the, the pages of the book are flipping rapidly. Um, they must have, like... I don't know what they did. They, they, they probably, like, filmed an actual book doing this to get the animation. And then, like... Traced the film into Super Nintendo graphics. Alright, so now we're panning over across a katana, and it says Skelly as Cyan Garamond. Good work, Skelly. You did you did good in this play. Okay, so we're seeing a scene. Uh, Skelly is pushing a button. Jeff says, Skelly, I think you can hit the switch. And Skelly says, Machines, I hate machines! He's looking at the button. He's looking at it from every angle. And he pushes the button, which restores the little steps, and then and Jeff is saved. Skelly says, you just have to show technology who's boss. <laughs> and then we see cards floating everywhere. Dan K as Setzer Gabini. Gabiani? Gabiani. Setzer Gabiani, my mistake. Well done, Dan K, for your role in this play. And, oh, as they're running out, the door disappears, and now there's a left or right path. And he flips a coin, 
and it goes to the left path, and then Denkei says, WAIT! And then actually directs that they should go to the right path, and the left path explodes with smoke, and he says, ah, let's go that way. Sometimes in life, you just have to feel your way through a situation. I could definitely imagine Denkei saying that. Daryl, I'm starting to sound just like you. Next, we see a coin rolling around on the table. Jeff as Edgar Roni Figaro. Ryan as Sabin Rene Figaro. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Jeff and Ryan, for participating in uh, this wonderful play. And uh, we see Jeff is going to undo the door, and a, a girder falls down, and Ryan blocks it. And he says, oh, I knew you'd be a better king. Now I know I have these stupid muscles. And he throws the girder to the side, and Jeff's opened the door, and everyone escapes. And then we see a bunch of Moogles under a little bonsai-sized tree. And Andrew as Mog. Well, thanks, Andrew, for being in our play. There, Mog comes out. Oh, and the floor disappears. And Mog's hanging on. Andrew says, help, save me. Jeff goes over to a little crane control, moves the little crane hook. Oh, picks up Andrew by the little antenna! Andrew says, the hair! Watch the hair! Jeff has a good laugh at this. Troy as Umaro! And then we see some bones on the table with a skull. They're like tied together with some twine and there's a skull sitting on top. Oh, Mel and Dan K are trying to get through a door. It's too tough. Mel says it won't open. Troy says, flips out and just doesn't even fix the door. He just smashes straight to the side and goes through the wall. It's the epitome of pressing A and hoping for the best. And then Troy shouts, Go! And they go through the, the other side door and they're on their way out again. Thanks, Troy, for being in our play. And Andrew. I think I thanked Andrew. Next up, we have Loka as Gogo, and it shows Gogo's hat sitting on the table. It's a very long table, and we're slowly panning over. Ah, so everyone's been split up in one of those rooms with a bunch of moving platforms, and and Mel says both buttons have to be pressed simultaneously. And Dan K says, Loka, watch Mel and do exactly what she does. And then they both blink, and they both press the switches, and then they press the switches up the stairs, and they press the switches in the middle, and then everyone goes across. <laughs> and, and then... Uh, as Mel goes to leave, Loka follows Mel's movement pattern and then steps into a pit and falls down, and it's kind of funny. Uh, Bill as Gao, and it shows the, uh, the special shiny underwater helmet. You remember that underwater helmet? Uh, oh. Bill says, Bill, find shortcut! And hops up and, like, 
just jumps on a boulder and grinds way down the path. And Mel and uh, Jeff sort of fill it out. And they get it. And then Bill says, Bill found shortcut! And he pushes him again back down the slopes. It's a little intense, but, you know, sometimes that's what you gotta do. Uh, Steve... Oh, thank you, Bill, for being in our play. Steve as Lock Cole. And Mel as Celez Cher. Thanks, Steve and Mel, for being in our lovely Final Fantasy VI play that we have here. So we see uh, everyone's leaving. And Mel drops a thing as she's going. And they shout, come on, the floor's about to break apart. She goes back to get whatever it is she dropped, some sort of scarf or something. And it starts breaking apart. Oh no, she's falling down. And then Steve goes and he grabs her. And Mel shouts, Steve. Steve says, I will not let go. I promise. And also like Jeff and Dan K are kind of just standing there, I guess. I don't know. And Steve says, you almost ate it trying to pick up that silly trinket. The, the floor keeps shaking and so they have to run off before she can reply or explain what the trinket was or I don't know, who cares it was it was Sid's scarf whatever Jess as Tara Branford so so for Tara uh, I'm sorry for for Steve and Sellas they showed a, a bouquet of roses on the table for Tara uh, slash Jess they show like two martini glasses I have no idea what the martini glasses are about. So here we're running through the broken uh, Esper containers. Ooh, and one of the Magicites comes off and jumps into a container and she says, Father and Madun says, Jess, we must part now. We Espers will disappear from this world. But if the human part of you is very strongly attached to someone or something, you will probably be able to remain in this world as a human being. She nods at this and the Esper Magicite flies away. And everyone else goes off. She pauses for a moment to think, and then she goes off too. And here we have... Oh, it's a paintbrush on the table. Hanny as Realm Aroni. I'm not making a joke. A-R-R-O-W-N-Y. It says Aroni. And we see Chris and Hanny, and they're on the conveyor belt. Grandpa, stop goofing around! He's getting rolled around by the conveyor belt. Chris says, oh, sorry, dear. If I even, if I hear even a peep out of you, I'm going to paint your portrait. No, anything but that. But, you know, just once I'd really like to do a portrait of you on canvas, of course. Handy, how can you be thinking about pictures at a time like this? So they're getting out. And so uh, thanks to Chris and Hanny for being in our play. And Kai is Shadow! And it just shows an apple. And then it shows like a dagger sort of appears in the apple, like like a ninja dagger throw type thing. And it just shows Shadow's like character icon and kind of pans the camera over the uh, over the town. Uh, Thamasa. But we don't see a scene of, of Kai escaping because because we left Kai to die on the floating continent, are they ever going to let us forget that? Fuck. 
Oh well. I guess they have to put that in for the music to line up, right? They have to just fill airtime. Okay, we're back to the book as it's flipping pages. Chris as Stregomagus. Thank you, Chris, for being in our lovely play here. So Chris is trying to grab one of these crane things and shouts, Oh, no, no! A kid like me doesn't deserve defeat! And he jumps up onto the little mountain peak. And he jumps really high and grabs the crane hook. Gotcha! And pulls it down somehow. Hands it off to Haney. And they do their escape. And you! They're thanking us. Credits. The credits go to us, friends. Isn't that great? Oh, okay. We're back on the deck of the ship. Jess shouts, come with me. She goes off and starts flying off from the airship. Dan Kay's at the wheel. We're following Jess to her best of her ability. Jeff says, the last piece of magicite. And it goes in the air and then poofs into dust. Mel shouts, Jess, it's okay. Your power, it's fading. And the airship's going along, trying to fly away from the tower. Oh, we're up in the clouds. Everyone runs to the front of the ship. Jess, your strength is going! Oh, she falls out of the sky! Jeff signals and Dan K flies down. We see some kids on a mountain cliff and they see the, they see the little flying glowing bit going through the sky and then they run off the cliff to go try and find it presumably we see the kids in the town that Jess was from which is uh, Mobiliz I don't remember what it's called and we see oh what's their names uh, Katarine and Dwayne and one of them says do it right Katarine gotta hang in there I guess Katarine's maybe giving birth right now I don't do it right is not what I would normally say in that situation. That's well, that's why I'm not a doctor. I don't know that you're supposed to say do it right. For a while longer. And everyone's on the ship. They wake up just a little longer. People are waking up, looking around. Where's Jess? Mel's going around, checking everyone, but Jess isn't here. Jess! She's up, she's at the front of the ship. And Mel moves her over to sort of the middle. We're checking her over. Oh, she stands up! Thank you, Dan K. Dan K nods. Didn't I say it before? This is the world's fastest airship! And now we're rolling the the staff credits. Producer Hironobu Sakaguchi. Director Yoshinori Kitase, uh, Hiroyuki Ito, main programmer Kenarita Kiyoshi Yoshi, Yoshi Yoshi, graphic directors uh, Tetsuya Takahashi and Kazuko Shibuya, graphic director Hideo Minarba and Tetsuya Nomura. 
Hey, hey, we recognize that name, don't we? Music Nobuo Oematsu! We recognize that one too. I like these older games because the image designed Yashiaka Amano. The the credits list for each section is small enough that I can actually say it all. Battle Planner. Uh, Yasuyuki Hasebe Ashioke Uta. Oh, oh, sorry, Uta. Not two U's, two O's. Oh, field planner, uh, Yoshihiko Maikawa Keita Eto Satoru Tsushi. Event planner, uh, Tasukashi Fujita Kisumasu. Oh, crap. Oh, no, now they're going by fast enough, I can't say them all. Okay, well, outside, uh, beyond the clouds, we're seeing the ocean with birds flying, many, many little seagull-type birds flying everywhere. There's a ship out at sea, and the birds are flying past it. Ooh, we see a nice shot of the the airship. It's, what's it called? The Millennium Falcon, right? Yeah, we see a shot of the Millennium Falcon going near the ocean. Um, as it goes near the ocean, the water gets sort of projected up. It, like, it has, like, an air wake. Um, so we're not actually touching the water, but we're occasionally making waves as we bounce up and down. We're drinking more blue Powerade is what we're drinking. And now it's a similar shot, uh, but now the airship is going off to the right instead of the left. And it's like going up and down over land with lakes and so forth. Very mode 70. I bet if we were using uh, the emulator with the super high def HD mode 7, this would look pretty sweet. But it looks, it looks nice anyway. Um... Yeah, Final Fantasy VI. One of the good ones. Uh, if you haven't played it, you should play it. Um, I'll say the battles are fun to play in Final Fantasy VI, which is more than you can say for most Final Fantasy games. Um, so there you go. Uh, special thanks to a bunch of names. It's like uh, an initial and then a name like M K Hirata or K Tanikawa or J Saito and so forth. Wow, there's like four pages of special thanks to. Five pages. Six? Okay, wow, we're getting a little... We're getting a little out there.
now we see the airship flying sort of off into the sunset away from us. Uh, like directly away from us. We're looking at it from behind as it bounces up and down. Ah, we're back on the deck of the ship. Everyone's standing there, and Jess is looking over the side. First one, then goes and looks at the other. And we see uh, Dwayne. I guess Dwayne is waiting in the other room while the five-year-olds delivered the baby. Oh boy, I don't, I don't, oh, that's weird. The whole thing is weird. Anyway, yeah, we got the little baby. children go outside and have a look around and they're like standing in the little field I guess ah Jess waves to them oh I get it there was like this the screen sort of darkened I guess the airship is supposed to be flying overhead yeah and then in in the village that Chris and Hanny come from there's like a dark shadow as they're rebuilding the town and Chris and Hanny wave and Mel and Jeff look off the ship I don't know where we're gonna pass oh yeah they don't have a town I guess whatever and everyone's wagging fingers oh I see now we go over Steve's town and uh there's a little plant sprout that's been growing. Ryan and Jeff are horsing around. We see Figaro Castle coming up out of the sand. we see Jess and she like flicks out her ponytail hair tie I guess and her hair just goes kind of crazy some birds fly past and they're sort of flying over the misty valleys of this new Kefka free world no more lights of judgment friends Oh, this is uh, the mountain with the martial arts. And then now we're looking at the, the rivers that we went through with Bannon. Oh, this is the, the phantom forest with the nice ponds and stuff. You see the airship back up in the sky again. We're at the deck of the airship and the birds are flying up close. Have another exterior shot. The airship zooms off. Up, up, up into the sky. The end. Uh, do I do I push A? Do I push down? No, it just says the end. Well, yeah, friends. There we go.
I'm gonna go to my little uh, list of video games right now. Nope, oh, yep, it's sending us back to... Oh, hey, it's doing like a Starfield effect while it does the prelude. I'm gonna go to games completed in 2020. I'm gonna find Final Fantasy VI and I'm gonna check that box. I hope that you're all keeping a list of games that you've completed this year, or maybe just games you've played this year, if you don't want to be too demanding of yourselves. And then uh, I hope that everyone's ready at the end of the year to do another fun evaluation of the games that they played during 2021. Uh, sometime, presumably in December, maybe in January, as like a retrospective. Um, so, you know, just just keep be keeping track of that. Um... I got nothing more to say about Final Fantasy VI. I said a lot last episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, friends. Bye, everyone.